thanks for that. Wow. <laughs> um, don't worry about that. Sorry. That was that was Alex moving his drink around. There's a storm at coming, the table. <laughs> And uh, and welcome back to uh, Kino the the Kino Bar. Uh, we haven't left as was promised in the last episode. We have to stay here. Until we finish the round of thirty-two, um, we have sobered up since last time, though. But new, new round that's not true. Around starting now. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what Alex is on. I've um, literally not stopped drinking this entire time. I've just moved on to different things. I'm uh, I'm drinking an agave wine like cocktail right now. And I started using alcohol enemas because my mouth got tired from drinking. That's fair. That's fair. What are you shoving up there? Um, Everclear. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The thought of that yep. just <laughs> turns me right sour. Someone's, uh, someone's got to lead this charge and, you know, might as well be the Slimer who's talking right now at the Kino, at the Kino bar. Uh, and this is Brendan um, pouring myself more of my uh, strange green drink that I'm drinking like I'm Uncle and Uncle Owen in Star Wars I'm Ryan I'm uh, sipping on a rye Brendan I would like to correct you it was blue milk not green anything well the idea is that they drink fucking weird colored drinks in Star Wars (laughs) pretending to be the guy who sucks at the bar That's his character today. Um, Actually, he didn't say, Luke, I am your father. He said, uh, no, I am your father. Uh, Alex, uh, I'm sorry, I need to correct myself. I'm drinking a tall glass of Bacta fluid. Um, (laughs) What's fluid? (laughs) Is that actually what it's called? No, it's milk. No, 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 no. Okay, well, now I'm drinking milk of Bacta. Let me push my, my, my... glasses up um bacta uh that was the fluid that they filled the bacta tanks with now if you remember bacta tanks that's what they put luke skywalker in after his run in with uh, (laughs) i'm not gonna lie alex everyone here knew this and you just (laughs) look like a fucking hack i i'm i mistook bacta with those cow (laughs) things the mammoth cow things on tatooine what are they called? Oh, I thought you were going to say the, the cow thing that Luke drinks of in, that, in the new movie. <laughs> in episode eight. I didn't like that portion. I don't know why they why they needed to do that. But That was fun. And it gets all like in his something, beard. And it's all wet. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's like something on a bingo card. Like people just throwing out weird predictions. Like, yeah, Luke milks a cow creature. <laughs> Into his mouth. <laughs> and it wipes green milk off his lips. I guess he does drink green milk at that point, but... Anyway. <laughs> Come on, Alex. Come on, correct him. I see it in your eyes. It probably is green. I don't remember. Yeah, it's like a... Oh, he's trying to play cool. It's all right, buddy. I'm a cool guy. Anyway, I didn't introduce myself. I'll, I'll be today's unofficial DD among this group, Alex. All right. I wish there was a good segue. I don't know. We don't need a DD. We're stuck in this bar for at least... <laughs> Like three more months. <laughs> we have time to sober up. <laughs> <laughs> What's your fucking problem, man? Anybody got a segue from milk to the green mile? Oh, wait, green milk, green mile. We were talking about green milk. <laughs> <laughs> I 
about that. <laughs> See, you talk things through and things happen. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're back today. Uh, the discussion is the Green Mile versus Push. Um, Kyle and Brendan's movies, respectively. It's been a while since we've discussed either of these. Um, yeah. And I feel like there's no contest here. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inclined to agree with you. Um, yeah, and it, I don't know if we had a start like whoever's movies they were started. Is that how we were doing? Let's this? do it like that. I think we were keeping yeah. that portion. Okay. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, so uh, and that, yeah, that was the we weren't doing like one or the other. We were just introducing both at the same time, and then yeah, you know, just kind of just kind of flowing. Yeah, like we're at a bar, which we are. Yeah, let's hear that sound again. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so my movie was was Push, um, and Push is a. Are we doing descriptions? No, I, I was gonna do like a briefly, quick, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna do like a quick one. Okay. Yeah. All right. I couldn't remember. Push is a movie about superpowers and superheroes, but like, what if they didn't have costumes, but instead they wore like a dirty, loose, like Vans long sleeve, and like jeans. And that's push. <laughs> and through dice. And 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 but we're bad at it. <laughs> Even though you're cheating. All right, everybody, strap in for the next four. Oh minutes. god, so the Green Mile <laughs> takes place. In... Uh, that's an illusion, everybody. That's an illusion. I'll never get tired of that. First ever recording. Um, yes, no, for those of you who are just jumping in, uh, the Green Mile is basically Forrest Gump. In prison? No, I didn't. Is that it? No no need for a tag, yeah. Basically just, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Forrest Gump is in the movie. Um, <laughs> no, it's, uh, himself, yeah, himself. It's, a, um, it's a prison flick, there's a uh, magical black man trope, um... It uh, it shot like a TV movie, quoting Brendan there, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it uh, it is number, I think it was my sixth seed. Um, yeah, I, that's yeah. all the description you're getting out of this. Who watched what? Um, I watched both. I also watched I, both. I watched both. I, I I felt like I needed to because I was absent from the original the, uh... so i was like well i mean i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna make statements and i'm going to have to defend them because I, I i wasn't there to make these statements before um so i did watch both uh and uh no flack to push but i only watched the green mile for this one. Oh, i was i uh... kyle i was so excited i thought you were gonna say i only watched push and i'm like i mean that should win it <laughs> That should right there. He said, "I've got, I've got ninety minutes to kill, not three hours." <laughs> That's where you're wrong, Bucko, because I had five hours of flight time the other day, mm. and let me tell you, still didn't finish the great mile <laughs> during that time. <laughs> God, I'm surprised. A very long. I mean, I guess movie. if you were on a flight, but. Yeah, I was I was eager to rewatch Push just because it had been so long and I had only seen it the one time. Same, same for both okay. of them. <clears throat> it's been the longest for Green Mile. But that one was think, years and years ago. 
the uh, <laughs> the the primary discussion I'd like to have with this one is who would win in a fight between a, a what is it a mover and Mr. Jingles and John Coffee? <laughs> no, I was gonna say John Coffee, but but Mr. Jingles can tag team. They they those two can take on Chris I, Evans. I think as long as uh, well, that's kind of weird because like I feel like God tag teamed with John Coffee is like I mean like <laughs> you could Jingles. you could tag him with a regular mouse for that reason. So yeah. kind of a weird discussion. Now if we're maybe. now if we're taking this seriously, Ryan, which I take all of your inquiries incredibly seriously, um, the main. Uh, uh, effect of John Coffey's power uh, results in touch. So as long as the mover is able to keep a distance and just kind of mm. hit him with those those yep. shock blasts uh, uh, from a good distance. But what away. of the fly breath, Brendan? What of the fly breath? The fly breath he can't do unless he sucks some sort of evil out of your body. And if he's not touching you, he's not shooting flies at you. What if he <laughs> he starts the fight preloaded? What if he's preloaded? Preload. Okay. Well, he's preload. got one. He, he gets one one shot off, which maybe frankly if, flies. If, not if that I, not that worrisome to if, a guy. If I could just break into the chat real quick, just just for those who for some odd reason haven't watched either of these movies and don't know these terms, maybe just a a brief update as to what a mover is and what John Coffee. Well, is. so you've got movers and you've got shakers. And they really uh, uh, make a lot of the uh, of, of the game you know plans and plays in hollywood and chris evans is a mover not a shaker john coffee now that's a shaker <laughs> thanks okay hopefully that right. clears things up um this has uh this has devolved into nonsense um which uh we are famously yeah uh, we love nonsense listen on this podcast no no this is a staunchly anti-nonsense catholic podcast um. <laughs> We're now going to start talking about Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> um, uh, no, I mean, in all seriousness, I I watched both of these movies. I think I can walk away from it still liking my movie more. But I thought we could talk about some of the uh, things that I don't know, kind of struck me about Green Mile, and since it seems like we all kind of took a peek into Green Mile in some way, shape, or form before this, I think that would be, I think that would be worthwhile. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, I really enjoyed, uh, 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 what is it, Sam, what is that guy's name? Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. I kept wanting to say Sam Waterston, and I'm like, no, I, not the. Not I have the. watched this movie so many times, and I always forget he is in this movie. Like he comes on the screen, and I'm like, oh shit, it's oh, Sam Rockwell. Here he is. Um, yeah, I I really love um, how gross he is in this movie, um, and I would say that like, I don't know. One of my things is I wish they did more with him. Like, they do so much with him, but I don't know. Like, it feels like he was going to be bigger, and then they just then he just dies. Hmm. But, it, it like, it makes sense. I don't know. I, I do agree, especially on this watch. I did feel his death came a little quick. It, it, um, it was kind of wild to me because I feel like they, they set up a lot of stuff, like, of him being so vile. I thought that, like, upon rewatch, I felt like it would have been him in the chair with the fuck up. 
you know, and like you're having to watch someone that you don't like go through like the worst torture imaginable. And then that sort of humanizes him in the end. You go, okay, well, yeah, not even this guy fucking deserves that. Well, why um, would you want to humanize the character? He's the worst of them all because he's the one who put John Coffey in prison, essentially, right? Like, I feel like that's we should keep him evil. Oh, I want him to stay exactly evil, but I don't know. I feel like that's a I feel like that's an interesting question to put on the audience of like. Well, and I I I'll I'll follow that torch a little bit because I I mentioned this in our last discussion of this that my my one qualm with this movie is that i mean to me it's 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 a piece that preaches compassion and empathy yet we give two characters damnation um and so i i see where you're coming from brendan of like you know you can still be evil but the i i take the point of this movie to be that well they are still people at the end. Well, yeah, and I, I feel um, like that's the ultimate conversation it's having about, like, the death penalty and the electric chair in general. Is like, well, God, the least you could do is make it fucking quick. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know, uh... I don't know. I don't I don't take a lot as, as far as a message from this movie. It's, it's really just one that, I don't know, I kind of mindlessly watch. Uh, it's just really solid all around. I did like uh, how Percy kind of ended up. So the the kind of wrath element of John Coffey there at the end, uh, how he eventually really did end up in that other psychiatric hospital or whatever that was supposed to be this better job for him, and he ends up there at the end uh, under different circumstances. I thought that was a really fun tie-up. I kind of forgot that that was even in there. Um, but, yeah, beyond that, as far as the... I guess uh, I don't know discussion as as far as like who's good and who's bad and what happens to them I, I don't really pay too much mind to it yeah I mean that's fair I feel like this movie uh, 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 more so than Forrest Gump I think feels like it should be heavier than it is at, at almost all times mm. like it feels like it should be weighing on you more but it's honestly like I mean I, I, I brought this up I think in the final thoughts and Back, it, back all the way in episode one but it feels kind of looney tunesy at times like it feels kind of goofy um and i feel like that's kind of a uh, <clears throat> like i don't know something that's always bothered me about it is that it, hmm. it it the subject matter and everything going on in the movie like if you were to read it on a piece of paper you go fuck that's a heavy movie man uh, and then it's like on screen though it's Tom Hanks chasing a rat around and they're like goofing around he's having like dinner with his buddies and I don't know like it, it's it has a lot of goofier moments with like hijinks uh, and not that I even dislike them but I think that it kind of muddies the water a little bit more than, than I, I remember this critique and I, I still disagree with it I it, do too I think if if this movie were to be more melodramatic which is kind of what you're suggesting um i think it would be almost laughable at that point because it, it would it would literally be like i just got done rewatching 30 rock it, it'd be like too hard to watch where it's just like oh it's this is just pain and suffering and then uh the one good person gets electrocuted i mean to death. well there's that was a fun i would say that there is there is room for for pain and suffering in a way that isn't um that isn't laughable i mean like not not to 
not to play this card so so early, but if you watch, you know, Schindler's List, it's not there. There there aren't hijinks in Schindler's List. You know, like that's a that's a pretty morose movie for the length of it. Um, but that doesn't become like unbearable. Yeah, I I think we talked about it last time, but the the kind of moments of levity um, as distractions really from this horrible job they have seemed pretty necessary to me. Um, I, I to me it just came off as people trying to make the best of this really awful situation that everybody's in, and I definitely appreciated it. Um, the the length was definitely present in this one, and I was feeling it this time. So the the moments of levity really uh, kind of kept me going through. Yeah, I mean, I'm with Kyle. Like Kyle, he was saying this movie was just like a statement on compassion and like finding the best in people given the worst situations they put themselves in. Like these are all people who are about to die because they committed awful crimes, especially Sam Rockwell. I'm glad he doesn't. I mean, I guess he does get some moments of levity with like the, the moon pie stuff. But like just seeing the <laughs> lives of these prisoners and the guards and just like. I don't know. I, to me, that added emotional impact to see them happy and enjoying life because then it eventually led them to start really regretting the choices they made. So I, I, this movie really does have an emotional impact on me. Brendan, you were saying that it's kind of lost on you. Um, I guess the Looney Tunesy stuff is what does it. But for me, it really added to it. I Seeing um, the French guy, what's his name? Uh, Delacroix. Delacroix. Um, and like his like last meal or last last things he wanted to say. Like those those parts really affected me. Um, I think I was more emotionally affected the second time compared to the, the first time. Uh, sort of the litmus test for these two movies that I had was, you know, I had to rewatch this and put, I'm just rewatching this and push. So I was doing something else in the background while I was just kind of playing next to me. And for Push, I was able to kind of focus on what I was doing and, and look over and pay attention at times. But for the Green Mile, at one point, halfway through, I just closed my computer and I just I just sat there with my my hands in my lap watching rewatching this movie. So I, I was sucked in again. It uh Yeah, I I, I really, really like this one. I, I think the levity humanizes everybody and so you you get to see them living. It's not like you're just watching them exist in prison, you're watching them as they are as people um and yeah that makes the execution scenes that much more crushing because you've seen them and it's like well they did bad things but you know they're having a good time in here they're making the best of it Uh, i don't (laughs) want this to happen so yeah i i I think it's fitting uh yeah it's kind of a whimsical story anyhow there is a lot of whimsy here yeah Hard, hard for there not to be. Um, Cla- classic Kyle movie, there... full, filled to the brim with whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I, I still stand by my original take on the length. Uh, I think it's necessary to tell this story. I mean, um, it really makes you like connect with the idea of a prisoner. Yeah. You're, you're trapped <laughs> hey, in that hey listen seat. say that as an insult all you want i know what you're trying to say i agree i mean you're, you're supposed to you're sitting here and uh no i disagree with you kyle yeah. <laughs> i think you're, you're not supposed to make you feel like you're trapped in this three hour long movie to really as a prisoner. shackled to my to my sofa <laughs> well i personally don't think prisoners are trapped because 
As long as the mind is free, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Soul is free. I thought you were going to say, because, you know, in, in a lot of ways, prison is opt-in. <laughs> <laughs> As far as the, yeah. the length, I this time around, there, I can't remember specific scenes in the prison, but there were definitely a few that I was like, yeah, I so, could probably go. Some of in it. The is, old folks' home. I don't yeah. care for that. Like any of that. I don't, <laughs> the big fucking rat at the end. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about it last time. <laughs> <time. laughs> fucking that. like industrial it's light like, I don't, magic I don't care how, prop. <laughs> I don't care how old this rat is, man. Just wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There's but. something hellish about that. Like, why would, why would. Why would John Coffey curse that rat to yeah. walk the earth eternally? Well, that's kind of the point. He but... says it was an accident. Yeah, I think that's kind of the point, but it's like, I don't know. At the point. <laughs> yeah, no, see, I, I don't I understand this that. How does he even have what? an accident? <laughs> they, well, if you watch the fucking movie, Brendan, they explain well, I just it. mean, like, he's able to remove someone's, like, <laughs> prostate cancer with precision. It was a UTI. Oh, but you know what I mean? Like, he's able to, like, precisely remove something, and he's like, ah, fuck, I actually gave him eternal life. Oops. Well, I think that just happens anytime he he gives a miracle to someone, he gives them that, right? Like, a part of him. He gives them a a piece of himself. The cure isn't the the piece of himself. Uh, Exactly. He gives, so, no, he gives um, the rat. The mouse. I, for, Mr. Jinko, first off, I, I don't know why we're denigrating Mr. Jingles right now. was not expecting to get heated in the Green Mile discussion, but apparently that's what needs to happen. Um, he gives Mr. Jingles eternal life when Dell is getting uh, killed because he's feeling all the pain Dell is going through and it's literally like as one's reaction to extreme pain might be to clench up and just kind of like you know lose control of their senses in doing that he gives a piece of himself to uh, Mr. Jingles and then he purposefully gives a piece of himself to Tom Hanks um, when he says I have to give you uh, a piece of me so you can see uh just exactly what uh billy the kid did um and they uh yeah i i think he yeah that's how i took it as well um that flashback sequence is one thing i thought was odd and also i mean this is like but why didn't he just uh like an eagles thing in lord of the rings like why didn't they fight the eagles but I mean, he could have, like, showed the judge or something if he gave him that piece of him. But It's not how the criminal justice I mean, why, did, why didn't he cast a miracle like he's fucking Gandalf and just melt the bars? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be um, also, um, I think no. he wanted oh, to ahead. die, right? He was talking about how, like, his life yeah. is yeah. suffering. He's he so tired, boss. People being ugly. He hates ugly people. Dog tired. <laughs> Dog tired uh, of ugly people. Uh, I don't boss. know. If I, I don't know if I brought this up, but there's a po- there's a poster of that at my job in the break room. <laughs> It says I'm dog tired. It it says I'm tired, boss, and it's a picture of him about to be fucking killed in black and white. (laughs) 
And I'm just sitting there going, yeah, I got to make my copies, I guess. Day's about to start. <laughs> well, didn't you say it was like the the rest of the quote, though? Like he's tired of people being ugly yeah. to each other. Yeah. yeah. I'm joking about him saying I'm tired of ugly people. That's not exactly <laughs> what he says. <laughs> but that'd be funny if it was on a poster, too. <laughs> tired of ugly people. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Then the, then they then they suspiciously place a mirror next to the poster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um to get to get to get back on track, just a just a smidgen there. Um I went into this with uh your take, Ryan, about how you really didn't like the exposition at all. Um and I was expecting to follow you on that, but I disagree. I it was uh it was really impactful for me this time. And I really I felt there was more purpose to it rather than just I'm 112 years old. Um, here's the rest of the story. Um, like I, it it ended on not even like a a sad or melancholy note this time for me, but it ended on a real like tortured note. Yeah. Um, and I I found that really impactful that he's. He's sitting here, and he's also I, I, the final monologue he gives. I I really liked, but that he's sitting here, and he's like, even though John wanted me to kill him, um, I'm paying the price for that. What I, what I've done is a great evil, and I'm I'm gonna be here to just sit here and fuck old exist women until it's done. <laughs> <laughs> and I really I really liked, uh, even though. <laughs> It, it, you you scoff at Mr. Jingles, who's yes bulked up a little over the years, <laughs> eating all that um, pizza <laughs> like he's fucking. I, I remember him stopping breathing <laughs> at the end, um, but uh, the fact that he's still breathing at the end of the movie really really drove that nail home even more for me. So it might have been just misremembering things, but I I was really like, wow, yeah, this I I think this ending is necessary. Yeah, I don't know. the The main thing I get from the old folks sequence is the payoff of him watching the film at the beginning and and crying, and then uh, mm. you see John Coffey watching it later. I like that. I just I don't get that much out of Paul Edgecombe to really want a any sort of conclusion to his character. It just wasn't really that interesting to me. It was the the fantasy of it was the interesting part to me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I would say that that I would agree with that. That like I don't know. I think it's I think it's incredibly interesting to like see the payoff and like oh my god fuck he's he's just been alive for this long um and like knowing why but then it's also like I don't know I feel like that kind of I don't know that I I I I felt the emotional the emotional payoff of that because yeah ending it on the shot of the fucking Mr. Jingles was like ugh. <laughs> Like that's like a horror movie, and I'm expecting Mr. Jingles to wake up and like screech at the camera, and then it's, you know, cuts to the Evil Dead theme playing. <laughs> well, I guess that's what I'm saying though. Like, I really I like that end shot a lot because that is kind of the vibe I was getting. Was like, yeah, this guy is is being damned at present for the the crime he has committed, um, or not crime, sin would be a better word. Um, I think they should have ended it more like push. Yeah. <laughs> Put the gun in how, your but... mouth. <laughs> Pull the trigger. <laughs> hey, 
he could have ended that way. He could have ended the, hey, the turtle. Into every movie like that. That's such a baller <laughs> ending. <laughs> well, do we want to force transition into push on that note? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I don't really have much more on the yeah. the Green Mile. I'm ready uh, for I, I I'll say I I I I don't hate this movie, but I I it's it's like a, a polar opposite of a movie that I would I would watch myself. Like this is a movie yeah. that I would see a, a trailer for and I'd go, "Haha, no." And then I would like mute it on like Google search results so I don't even have to see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I still think this movie's pretty great um i liked it a lot more the last time we watched it but i think it's just because it had been so long and i had forgotten a ton of it but no still a great movie i like it a lot same um speaking of mo- great movies that i like a lot push is not one of them <laughs> <laughs> you fucking voted for it i don't know i don't want to hear it you yeah. said i want to watch this one more time yeah it was it was just like I don't know it was like a pleasant surprise last time and this time I knew exactly what I was in for so it's kind of like uh, yeah <laughs> this is just it's just all right I still I, I still love this movie I love seeing um, evil Ant Man walk in there and lick that man's toothbrush I think that's a great scene um, I, I like there's so much goofy shit in yeah. Push that I really like because it's like a goofy movie um and yeah and i i I think the performances are great outside of the 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 like uh uh, like main pusher i don't think she's very good in this movie but everyone else is great um the action set pieces are great the close-ups on chris evans sweaty face are great the weird editing in this movie i really liked this this watch um where you'll just get these like jump cuts in rapid succession before like this tense moment is 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 resolved i like that i think this movie has a lot of style i like hong For kong sure. yeah i mean it falls a lot under the better look tomorrow category where like a lot of the the personality is in the editing yeah um one thing i was noticing this it, like a lot of it feels like a, a music video yeah um, there's just a lot of like panning shots through hong kong and stuff which you know, different strokes for different folks. I don't particularly connect with that kind of thing, but it is interesting. And I find this movie very memorable. Like, I pretty much remembered all the beats of this movie. It's just the kind of, I don't know, a lot of it's kind of cheesy in my mind. Oh, but it's I think, so cheesy. I, I don't think that's a hot take at all. <laughs> um, so you just have to be willing to kind of accept that, I guess. And that's just not something that I prefer a lot of times. But I, I think definitely I, there's things I still like about it. Ryan, I, just... I think you and I feel the same way. Uh, like, I feel the way I feel about The Green Mile. And that's the same way you feel about Push. Where I'm just like, nah, yeah, I, I don't think... <laughs> I don't know if I like how goofy this was. Um, I don't know I don't know <laughs> if I can, I can suspend myself for that. But uh, to me, it's like Push aims for so little... And like barely reaches it, but it reaches it, and it's so goofy and it's so fun and it's so stupid. But then there's so much charm, like the guy who's like turning doll uh, papers into dollars and stuff. Like there's just so much charm in every in every like minute slice of the movie that I I I just instantly just fall in love with the, the that world and those characters again. I'm just like, oh yeah, it's fucking push time. 
Uh, yeah, charm. Charm was the word that comes to mind for me too. But I, this last viewing, the charm was a little lost. Same with Ryan, where like it's a very memorable movie, so I knew exactly what was happening. Or the first time, I was kind of like, "Oh, that's interesting. I didn't expect that." This movie has a little more color, a little, a little more character than I thought. This time, it's like, okay, yeah, it's those guys that scream. Like that was fun the first time, but um, these yeah, are all still, still very charming. These are all, you're saying you're saying the movie's so goddamn memorable you can't get it out of your 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 mind it's it's with you forever like oh 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 I'm so sorry is that so bad you're, you're no saying, I still really this like on the this same movie level of like Star Wars okay like it, it's it's a part of your like lexicon of culture now and that's and that's bad and and that's why we're why we're not gonna move this forward I don't know I don't know about that waitress waitress I'd like another drink please. <laughs> Somebody no, I really like off. it. I, I like Push a lot. <laughs> I, it's a movie I would still recommend to a lot of people. Up there with like, okay, it's better than, but Star same Wars. same vibe as Jumper with Hayden Christensen, where it's hey, just fuck you, it buddy. Is better When's than last Jumper? time you watched Jumper? <laughs> Honestly, not too long ago, like three, four years ago. Kyle, every time you text me, I put on Jumper. I just go, all right, good. Carry the flame, carry the torch. <laughs> No, hold up, hold up. I mean, listen, I don't have much to contribute to the push conversation today. But on what 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 merit is this better than Jumper? It's better They're than both Jumper. Dog shit. It's better than Jumper. No, push this... is definitely not dog shit. It's it's human shit. It's just it's, it's you see it you see it as uh, you know if you're healthy you see it once a day. You know it's not you it's better. not a problem. You want better, Brendan? It, it's dog shit, but it's been out in the sun for long enough. It's more like dirt anyway. <laughs> You just don't, you don't like smell you, it anymore. You step in it, and you're like, oh, I think that was dog shit. <laughs> but now it's just like you know, kind of gross to think about. But uh, no, I I get the most out of the the world building and stuff. The the thing that was keeping me out this time was just the general story and the. I don't find the characters that compelling. Uh, I think what they do is a lot more compelling than what they say. Uh, there's a lot of really, just I mean. I, I'm going to say it again, cheesy, uh, like dialogue choices. And that fell in with the editing and everything. So I, I had a hard time engaging myself in the story where I think last time I had to in order to understand what was going on. And this time, knowing what was going on, all I really had to focus on was the things I already knew I kind of liked. And so, yeah, the, the story kind of bored me this time around. That's fair. That score is the... sick, though, right? Like... <laughs> it's like, you mean yeah. the end credits or the score of the movie the score of the whole movie it's all just like guitar riffs it's great it's the most 2000s shit on earth yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's like the silly. menu screen for tony hawk pro skater it's just like loud yeah. guitar riffs yeah i mean like i said different strokes uh <laughs> this is i think we're finding the the crux of the issue here is I, I just don't really care for that stuff too much. Like, they're really... We're, I don't know. I guess where the focus on the editing and stuff outweighs the focus on the storytelling, maybe. I usually... I, I would I prefer a drama to an action movie, I guess, and <laughs> I don't think this is a drama in many worlds. Just wow, a, that's a hot know. take. It's just silly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was plenty uh, dramatic when that old man with the long fingernails goes, I'm going to wipe your mind. <laughs> yeah. I forgot how gross his nails were. <laughs> they're, 
They're like green. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a witch. Um, I'm try- I, I did like the the drawing thing from memory again. Um, just the kind of rules of the world, I thought, once again, were just kind of interesting and seemed pretty well thought out. So yeah. um, that kept me mostly engaged. It was just the overall writing that I found a little weak, but. I don't know. I, I will I watch this again? We'll we'll see. Um, probably someday for sure. It's just I don't know. It it was about how I remember it, except with no surprises in store. That's fair. Um, I like the ending a lot more this time. Just kind of, I liked how they his cleverness, Chris Evans's cleverness, is really what won it. I feel like in like most movies nowadays, whenever the character like tries to outsmart the villain, it still ends up being a big fight and they kill the villain. Versus here, like he just kind of played dead and let the villain leave, and but like he still won that situation. I thought that was fresh, um, and also the whole idea of like telling everyone or writing down the plan and then wiping your memory. I thought that was pretty clever. Um, no, so I, I, I like that whole last act. I would. It, it I feels would... more inspired than it needed to be. I would agree with you there. Uh, I, I was thinking of as you were talking about that. I was thinking I was like, oh yeah, you know what? It is usually a ploy for to have like a, the the lead come up with a smart plan, and then it like fails, and then it, then they just resort to like, we'll just kill him or we'll just fight him, <laughs> and that that becomes like the end act. But it was it, it was really fun to watch like this guy's plan actually work exactly as he planned it. Like that yeah, he actually satisfying. outsmarted the people. Yeah, that that yeah. is that is a really weird. But very satisfying thing to have in a movie, uh, comparing it to like nowadays. Because even like, I mean, so so many movies now, it's like the, the it's almost like a joke where the guy will mm-hmm. spend an hour and you'll watch him plan something and they'll just undercut it and be like, uh, no, um, Kang knew the whole time. Fuck your plan, and it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess we'll do something different now. <laughs> yeah, and even with that, like the the really fun action sequence and the bamboo scaffolding at the end you know that was because of his plan not in spite of it like it, it that wasn't the reaction that was kind of part of it so um yeah that, that that's really that's a pretty and good point um it kind of adds I, to the satisfaction you did get the big action set piece mm-hmm. without needing the big boss fight at the end yeah and really well, and- most of that was the gangs kind of fighting each other or the government versus the gangs or however that relationship went uh chris evans was kind of secondary to that whole engagement minus you know his role in it of course but they were there for each other either way so and the big bad guy uh jman honsu's uh character he's he doesn't have like a power that would yield itself to a fight anyway he's just the he's just a uh what a pusher so he's like yeah okay (laughs) like a fist fight with the guy who can like put telekinesis boosters on his hands it's probably not gonna go well for him um you know so it's like yeah the the movie sets itself up to just like kind of show you like yeah that's probably not gonna that's probably not gonna be how this ends um but yeah no i uh i i I also um i think that that moment right before the fight scene at the end such a great get pumped moment where he's in the elevator he's holding the two pistols and he's just like (laughs) breathing heavily in the elevator as it's and you have that that shot within an inch of his face and it's just cutting around wildly oh 
and you have that guitar coming in loud <laughs> irreverent <laughs> um, yeah no it's tripping with style yeah i mean that's all i have to say about this movie is i think that we should consider it for style alone <laughs> oscar for best style i think this i think this wins best vibes best epic movie moment yeah yeah <laughs> that's what i'm nominating this one this year sorry buddy you're still gonna lose to when ezra miller says gotta go fast gotta go fast gotta go fast <laughs> when flash enters the speed force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good it's crazy that they could do that again because I, I i bet the flash will go back in the speed force in this movie <laughs> <laughs> michael keaton says i'm batman but, yeah, no, that's all I've got for both of these, really. Same. Kyle, you were pretty quiet and, and push. Do you have Kyle. any any fleeting memories that you can? I, I yeah, World Build was the one thing that when you guys were talking about it, I was like, hey, you know what, Push did really have a uh, a fantastic World Build. Uh, yeah, what do, what do we learn about the world of Green Mile other than uh, this guy racism? yeah other than it's racist and that's just our world that's not that different kyle i I... (laughs) all right world build push wins (laughs) style push wins i mean what 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 more do we have to evaluate on (laughs) yeah all right let's wrap up uh yeah, well, I, I will say, Ryan, I do remember now that you were right. We did vote at the beginning of the last one. Um, and uh, I think that shows because our, our time is running much longer than last time. So we can we can address format at the break. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm voting for Green Mile again. Kind of kind of went into this one knowing that. Uh, I'm, and, I'm, vo- yeah. I, I'm, I'm voting for Push. I'm voting for... The Green Mile. Oh, damn it. <laughs> keep them hanging. Keep them hanging. You scared me. Keep them, oh, keep them guessing. scared me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Green Mile, same. Damn it. Would I have won <laughs> if there was a tie? Probably uh, no. not. Damn it. I, literally, I don't think there's a movie push beats in a tie. Like, there's almost no way. What was push up against the first time? Uh, 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 anyway, it's magic, time to magic, magic the podcast, everybody. Uh, magician movie 2019. Yeah, something like the, that. The, the Illusionist. The that's what it was. Oh, Cal, Cal picked the, the Illusionist. Was, great adventure. Was it David Copperfield? <laughs> yeah. <was> yeah. <laughs> the Magician's <laughs> Bad Hair Day. The Magician's <laughs> Great Good Day. Caliban. <laughs> Uh, uh, there's no need for me to keep being tormented with just, just no God, that movie was is so funny. Any, is there any other movie in our 64 that Push would have also had a chance at winning against? A uh, Hodsucker Proxy, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean genuinely. <laughs> um, what What are more movies that Kyle picked that were bad? Um... The, I don't think there's any Robert I mean, Redford one. I don't think you guys think that one. Yeah, that one. Waldo Pepper. Yeah. 
I like Guado Pepper. I like it, We too. only got in a, in a spat because Guado Pepper is not a good guy to be. Yeah, because Kyle was like, this is a feel-good movie, and Waldo Pepper is my hero. And I would I would make those choices. You guys are a bunch of pansies who can't see the, the spirit of the American way. I, I don't get yeah. it. But, no, you know. The only ones I'd vote would be Copper Fueled and Inside. Speed Racer. Oh, yeah, Inside, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, probably Speed inside. Racer. Inside, yeah. I kind of forget about it. You'd vote Push over Speed Racer. Yeah, I would. Wow, that is actually kind of shocking. Uh, I mean, Push got so much style. Push has close, more style. style overload. I mean, I mean, Speed Racer has more style, but Push is shorter and I think uses its time better. Yeah, Speed, mm, Speed Racer is kind of boring to me. Speed Racer has a very long middle that I, um, I think, I think kills the the. The, the forward momentum, yeah. if you will, of the movie. Push, uh, it, pro- it probably beats uh, Back to the Future for me pretty easily. Nope. Uh, yeah. Um, Definitely not for I'm me. I'm not a big Zemeck head, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're a gump head, just not a Zemeck head. Yeah, I've been thoroughly <laughs> gumped. <laughs> but I, I, I watched. Uh, um, uh, 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 Fucking welcome to Marwin, and I was not impressed. (laughs) (laughs) God, that guy has like the worst filmography of like the past like. He really does. Like it's so weird to think that him and Spielberg took such a nosedive, and Zemeckis said, "No, no, no, I'll keep going. (laughs) Like, (laughs) watch me make Pinocchio." Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, just bizarre. All right, so I guess before we wrap this one up, uh, Green Mile will be going up against Alien in the Sweet Sixteen. Ooh, oh, wow! Two movies where so- where something takes something into itself and explodes some other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself, yeah. buddy. Couldn't That's have said it better myself. Brendan. Yeah, parallels. Nobody has anything else. I, I think we can wrap this one. Kai, you look like you're working on something. You got you got something in closing? Oh no no no! I just I, I update our. Brand. Oh okay, I see. All right, so um, well I'll go get us another round of drinks, and then uh, you know you can uh, get set up for the uh, the next matchup, which is. Uh, that's that's gonna be Whiplash v Interstellar. Me. me. Um, it is. It's it's an Alex Alex. Me 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 me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Look forward to that whenever. Alex, Alex, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope that you're gonna do the lion's share of the talking this time. Oh man, I'm so bad at that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, everybody, uh, we'll see you around uh, for last call, which never comes. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Uh, do we, do we stop? Do we stop? Room?